You've probably heard it all before, but this time, let Dr. Lanker connect the dots in a way that makes the Christian faith come alive. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Lanker, and I'm here to help you connect the dots. As a pastor and professor for the last 30 years, I want to help you not only understand the Christian faith, but to make it a transformative part of your everyday experience. Join me as we connect the dots. Now, in our last episode, we talked about the fact that the kingdom of heaven is a present reality. Jesus states this really clearly in Luke chapter 17 and verse 20 when he says, Now, having been questioned by the Pharisees as to when the kingdom of God was coming, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God is not coming with signs to be observed, nor will they say, Look, here it is, or there it is. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. It's at the heart that the kingdom is seen and experienced because the kingdom is about being submitted to God's rule and reign. And it's with our hearts that we choose to either submit ourselves to him in his kingdom or we choose to rebel. And the the heart can only be changed by a radical transformation of the individual. That's why when Jesus was talking to Nicodemus, he said to him in John chapter 3, you cannot enter the kingdom of God unless you're born again. Being born again is something that goes all the way back to the concept of salvation because when we are justified, and we've talked about this before, we are adopted into this family of God. We are in a sense, born again. We're now born of his spirit, not of the water and the blood that brought us into this world. And until we become his children, submitting to him as our father is going to be absolutely, completely foreign. Jesus knows that this rebirth is a great, wonderful thing that needs to happen in our lives. But he also knows that it just doesn't happen as easily as what we would want. That that growth is something that takes time. Just like pulling a child off the street and adopting them doesn't make them full members of your family that do everything just like everybody else. It takes a while to, to really trust, to really love, to really grow into all that. And so that's why Jesus, throughout his parables, throughout the Gospels, Luke 13, Matthew 13, he's always talking about how the kingdom of God is something small. It's like a mustard seed. It's like a piece of yeast. It just takes root in the heart, and and he's okay with it. He's like a great baker. He knows this is going to take time to really grow in us. So when we accept this kingdom of God as what is the focus of of God's work in and through this world. He's not asking for us to just do great, grand, big things from the get-go. He's just looking for us to trust Him today. Simple, simple things. But those little acts of obedience grow within us, and they grow within the world in which God wants to impact and bring back under His control. And that's why throughout Matthew primarily, Jesus talks about that the kingdom is serving God. It's it's doing whatever he asks. It's not about the position you get. It's not about the impact you make. It's simply about being his servant. That's what all kingdoms require. They're not looking for everybody to be the best. 
they're going to need bakers and and they're going to need fishermen and they're going to need teachers and they're going to need other people who just need to take a seat and say, hey, that's not my role. That's not what I need to do. All of that is needed for a kingdom to be successful. And that's what Jesus is saying that we need in this process. He also says that it is incredibly hard to enter this kingdom if you have nothing to give up. If you want to hold on to everything else, you're going to find it hard to be able to hold on and grasp the kingdom of God. This is why in Matthew chapter 19, verse 23, Jesus said, Truly I say to you, it's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I say to you, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. When we have something, whether it's riches, whether it's family, whether it's anything in this world that we see as the most valuable thing to life, to give that up in order to be controlled and to be a servant, it's mind-bogglingly dumb when you really get down to it. It is the stupidest offer that could ever be given to somebody in this process. But at the same time, in Matthew chapter 13, Jesus provides this parable that says, Kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that a man found in the field. They went and sold everything. They, they went around destitute. They got mocked for all they gave up for this field. How dumb is that? But when the treasure was brought out of the field, they were considered the wisest person in the world. Jesus says God's kingdom is exactly like this. When we give up what we have for what he's giving us, we are making the wisest choice possible. The best way I can illustrate this is I know that you have come to a place where you were working on a project, you were working on a relationship, you were trying to achieve something, to make it, to fix it, and you tried and you tried and you tried. You used every resource available and it just was not coming together. And you finally reached that point where internally you said, I'm done. I am finished. I cannot go any further. This is unsolvable. I am unable to complete this. And it was at that moment that the person who had come to you before and said, hey, can I give you some advice on how to be able to fix this or do this? And you looked at them like you are the biggest jerk in the history of mankind because how dare you try to give me your insights? Did I ask you for your insights? Was I looking for you to go ahead and tell me what to do? Who do you think I am? That I'm an idiot? That I can't figure out any of this stuff? When we feel like we have a billionth of a chance of being able to accomplish something. When someone is asking and offering to take control and to show us how to achieve what it is we want to achieve, we hate them because we hate control because we're children of Adam and Eve. We live lives of rebellion. We despise being told what to do. We want people to give us resources so that we can use their resources for our purposes to achieve our prideful ends and to achieve our glory. But when we come to that point, when we've crossed over that line and we're done, that person that we absolutely despised, when they show up and they say, can I help you? Can I show you what needs to be done? 
and they help us with that project, they help us with that relationship, we turn to them with tears of joy and say, you are the most incredible person in the whole world. Thank you so much for helping me figure this out. That is so helpful. God knows what our lives are supposed to be like. He made this whole thing. It's his eternal kingdom. He's in control. We are the ones in prideful rebellion that he says, can I show you what to do? And we only want to use him like a genie in a bottle to be able to give us some resource, something that helps us to get our will to be done. But it is only until we reach this point and we give everything up that we will really be able to enter into the kingdom of heaven and begin to see and experience the heavens as a good and great thing. That's why when Jesus gives his Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5, he regularly says the kingdom of heaven is for people on the edge. It's the people who look at their lives and they're like, I am a spiritual zero. For the people who just everything they do to follow God just means brings more persecution in their lives, brings more pain, more suffering. That's who the kingdom is for. God will walk those people who have nothing and can admit that through his purposes to not only bring blessing into their life, like Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount, but in the end, they will glorify their Father who is in heaven by their simple obedience and their good works. The kingdom of heaven has a lot to it. That's just the first part of what God's kingdom is like. If you enjoyed listening today, please subscribe to our podcast. And if you'd like more information, please visit us at drjasonlanker.com. That's D-R-Jason-L-A-N-K-E-R. May you go in the grace of God, and may you not just understand the Christian faith, but live it more fully this week.